Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to an all new episode of Feed It To Me Raw. This is your host, Smeriel. Good morning, my raw listeners. Just kidding. I probably have like zero listeners right now. Number one, because this is a brand new podcast. Number two, I totally meant to start this after the new year, like right after the new year. However, my agenda did not allow for such a thing. So, now then, my name is Smeriel, and I plan to continue to do a podcast weekly, if not more than weekly or less than weekly, give or take. But I will tell you, hopefully, it'll be pretty interesting content and at a uh, quality that you are open to listen to because I am actually driving an hour and a half to work every morning and an hour and a half home every evening. So plenty of time now to kind of just talk. My sister does plan on joining in on a few podcasts coming up or on a few episodes of this podcast coming up she's hilarious and together we make a really good conversation and great entertainment so without further ado this is episode one so I hate to really do a episode by myself because I kind of find them boring however I plan to kind of dig into a little bit of my past so you kind of get a better understanding of what might come up throughout my episodes um that I can think of off the top of my head. This is unscripted, pure, raw content. So, I'm a 28-year-old mother, never been married. My daughter's 10. She is deaf and hard of hearing. I had her um, when I was 17. She came four and a half months early. I had worked 24 weeks is when I had her. She was a pound, nine ounces. Uh, 60% chance of survival rating and very scary time of my life. So, since I was 17, my entire life was flipped around and completely constructed, even to this day, revolving around my daughter. Now, her name is Natalia, so you might hear me speak of Natalia going forward, and that is who I'm talking about. She is a wonderful daughter. I love her to pieces, but I will say she is a handful. Now, when you have a premature baby, a micro preemie, a micro preemie, I believe, is any baby that is under three pounds. So, my micro preemie is legit a miracle baby, a million dollar baby. Lots of time in the NICU, she spent four months in the NICU, and um, she had blood transfusions, lots of ventilation, a lot of medication, and a lot of things kind of going on with her throughout that time and her bowel even perforated at one point where they had to surgically 
pull it, her bowels out and put it inside of a halo silo or some something or another. There's so much terminology behind all of this stuff. Something that is why I'm not in this field because I have a ter- terrible memory when it comes to things outside of my normal vocab. So, um, I do my best to keep up. I have the, the idea behind it, so that's the important part. Now, um, basically, her bowel healed itself. They put her bowel back inside, and she has no issues with that now. Just a giant scar from where they did that surgery. Um, that was probably the most scary, aside from when I initially had her. I thought we were going to lose her. Um, she was on like a hundred percent ventilation, completely sedated at two months old. Um, she was retaining water and her face was, she was so puffy, so full of fluid and would not release the fluid. And literally her face was folding in half. Like, you know, where your ear and your like cheekbone runs, that was like a sandwich and her poor little hands were just ginormous and I just oh it was terrible at that time my grandmother who was kind of my biggest inspiration and still to this day she was a very happy woman freaking crazy she's Hispanic okay crazy the, the type to uh, chunk something at you if you are acting a fool and quick to like correct you cuss you out span like crazy but she was awesome so she had um, open heart surgery while my daughter was in the NICU and was healing in a nursing home she was only 59 at this time okay not very old so this was very unexpected, uh, made it through the surgery. During the time that she was supposed to be healing and in rehab, she had swelling around her heart and basically went for a follow-up and they were cleaning her sutures and um, she took her last breath, very deep, a lot of pain. And they called cold blue, had to transport her. She went more than 10 minutes without oxygen. And, you know, a week or two went by. She was, you know, unresponsive. And, or no, probably about a couple days to a week had gone by. And she was not really responsive on complete life support. And the family literally from around the country came to her bedside to say our goodbyes when she decided, hey, I'm okay again. And started responding with blinking to questions, one two blinks. It was like crazy, 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 crazy. Like something you see in a movie and it was gut-wrenching. Like we were all torn on what to do. But when she responded that she wants to continue to try to stay alive, we granted her wish and did everything we could. And the doctors did everything they could, and two weeks, you know, went by. She was eventually had a trach, 
uh, still bedridden, wasn't able to get out of bed. Um, she was confused on time, didn't really know where she was on time. And uh, finally, her organs just shut down on her, and we had to let her go anyway. So that, that was that was something. Probably one of the hardest things in my life aside from seeing my daughter on her deathbed at the same time. So anytime I talk about Granchy, that is who I'm talking about. So I have a lot of trauma in my past that I'm working through. I have actually gone to counseling and I'm so sorry for tearing up right now. I didn't foresee this happening because it's literally been 10 years. So you know, you'd think that I would be, like, calm and okay with talking about it without completely breaking down, but it's still hard for me because she was such a good person. Okay, sorry. So, um, aside from all of that trauma as an adult... My parents, um, my biological parents got married when they were really young and, uh, were only married for nine months and, uh, I already had, you know, my mom had a previous marriage and already had two kids, so I have two older siblings, um, that have a different father, but we all grew up in the same house, so we never even consider ourselves half-siblings that's just the uh, facts behind it but as far as the way we live our life we consider ourselves full blood because we basically we're in the same household so we have a pretty good relationship now as adults Um, my brother and sister are two years apart and I'm four years apart from them so I'm pretty young pretty much younger than them and they were kind of closer than what we what I was with them growing up because I was the annoying little kid of the family you know how that goes maybe anyway but as we're adults now we've gone through so much together and we've grown closer and we all kind of know our mom at a whole nother spectrum, even as adults, that we can literally talk about how crazy our mom is, and we will definitely get into that on multiple occasions. Because it's taken me my adulthood to realize how freaking nuts she is. We absolutely love her. She's our mother, and would never disrespect her in any regard as far as that goes. But we're deep, we're honest, and we're raw. So we will talk about that. Trust me. A lot of things in my life have revolved around avoiding her advice, basically. Or things that she's done in her life. Crazy stuff. Okay. So, um, anywho, my mom and the dad that raised me, my brother and sister, met when I, before my biological father and her met. So they were like friends. They kind of knew each other. They were neighbors. But my mom met my biological father while he was DJing. He was actually in the Thunderbirds and he's pretty cool. Um, But anyways, they had met 
got married, had me, and my mom's nuts, like, totally screwed him over from different sources. I've gathered, you know, different opinions and different background stories on how all of that went down. And in my opinion, from all of the sources and information that I've gathered throughout my lifetime, she is pretty evil and he deserved better. So I'm not mad at the fact that they did not work out. He was such a great father, even though I never were, was really raised in his house, except for a few months, um, that I went to go live with them as a teenager, but we'll get into that at another time, I'm sure. Um, but the dad that, um, basically raised my brother and sister, they ended up getting married, um, when I was a baby. Um, so from basically birth to 13, they were married and he was in the air force. We moved around. Um, we lived in Germany for eight years. It was freaking awesome. I loved Germany so much. Um, and I'm sure me and my sister will kind of dig into that as we go on. But, uh, I'm originally from New Mexico and would never move back there. Not, not bashing New Mexico as a whole, but where I'm from, do not care for it. Only simply because really there's nothing at all to do there. If you want to go do anything, eat anywhere, you have to drive forever to get there. Kind of like the situation I'm in now, but I'm in the transition of moving because I just got this new job. So that will have fixed itself. But <clears throat> yeah, so explains my teen pregnancy at 17 because me and my mother actually ended up moving there when I was a teenager and just got in the wrong crowd and just kind of did my own thing, but there's lots of information about that, and it gets very deep, so I'll save all of that kind of for another episode as well. Anyway, um, so this episode, I just really wanted to focus on kind of some of the trauma that I've gone through, some of the things in my background, um, so maybe you would find something maybe you'd be relatable to, um, want to continue listening. Um, I'm sorry, I'm saying, um, 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 it's unscripted, so I'm going to do my best to stop saying, um, because that's so annoying. Sorry. Um, (laughs) there I go again. So, basically, my dad that raised me is still a huge part of my life. I live near him and my older brother and his family and he was probably one of the best things that could have ever happened to my mother and to my siblings. He has always, no matter what, been there for us. He um, was actually a recovering alcoholic. I've never known him as an alcoholic, thankfully my entire life he has been sober and he has his own trauma and his own demons that he fights but he is a good man and I have luckily never had to 
be a part of those demons that he struggles with. And I feel for anybody, any veteran, any recovering alcoholic that struggles with those daily demons that he struggles with because you do not deserve them and you are better than that. So, I um, respect any anybody out there that has these demons daily and demons that are my own that I struggle with on a daily. But therapy has helped me through a lot of things and I'm not actually going to therapy now just because I'm going through a huge transition and moving and jobs and I want to find the right therapist when I get to where I'm going. I don't want to have to continue to tell my story to multiple people over and over and, you know, try to figure out my life over and over. So, um, I'm now in the St. Louis area and I don't want to give too much personal information just because I don't, you know, today's world things can get pretty creepy pretty quickly, so, (laughs) I, uh, I think I've gone pretty much over the basics as far as my background goes, um, I'm getting married on Halloween this year, so I am engaged, this would be my very first marriage, the wedding planning behind it has not been as hectic as it could be, I'm pretty sure. So, I'm glad for that, but trying to get into a new job and moving and wedding planning as a whole has been kind of a pain in the butt because, you know, I barely have time when I get home. I spend time with my daughter before she goes to bed, and uh, by the time she's in bed, I'm ready to go to bed. And then in the morning, I don't get enough time to get ready and do research and order what I need to order and apply for rentals or houses to purchase so it's kind of like today I'm gonna look at um bridesmaids dresses or wedding invitations um flowers that I'm gonna use um my playlist uh guest list tomorrow I'm gonna look at um rentals and apply at rentals and message my rentals and on my lunch hour I'm gonna go look at these rentals and it's just it's been crazy so I apologize for leading anybody on that may have listened already to have already started my podcast and I didn't but I'm going to continue from this day forward to put it on my schedule no matter how I have to fit it in to kind of have a uh, episode here and there because they're going to be epic and I'm so excited to bring you this content. Me and my sister have decided that <clears throat> we are going to include a game towards the end of our pod or our eps and it's going to be, she wanted to name it this, it's make it or murk it or murk it or make it, something like that and it's basically where we kind of get a list of inventions either made already that um, already exist 
ideas that we've come across or inventions that are kind of in the gray area of trying to become something that somebody else has already thought of and we're gonna vote if we think it should make it or it should be marked or whatever however you say that I don't know she she knows all that terminology I'm more basic so (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I don't know how to use different vocabulary than I'm used to so she's awesome she's gonna make it make more sense however that's in the works also um dang it there I go um also oh yeah we're gonna do advice (laughs) sorry this trucker was just like honking and pointing at the birds and I have no idea what he's pointing at and I felt like maybe it would be something important but I have no idea anyway we're gonna do an advice portion and it's gonna be where you as the listener can either live message us on anchor which is what the platform that I'm recording with and uploading my apps to so that kind of like disperses into different uh, listening places like Spotify, Apple, uh, iPlay, like all that stuff. Uh, that way, wherever you listen to these episodes, you'll get all of my new content. And I don't have to spend too much time trying to figure out, well, where did I upload that to? You know, getting lost in all of that stuff. So on Anchor, there's an option where you can look for our podcast, um, which is Feed It To Me Raw. And also, I have a Gmail account. You can email me directly at feedittomeraw at gmail.com and ask us questions, even if they're personal. Don't care. I will answer it. Um, My sister, if you have questions for her when she kind of gets into these apps, ask it. We're going to answer it because this is a raw podcast. We have nothing to hide, no shame, and we are not going to judge you. If you ask us for some type of advice, you can use different names for your situation. So if there's other people you think might ever listen to this, or if you're like our family or our friends, I'm sorry for if there's anything you ever hear from us that you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so cringe, like, that's so cringy, or like, that's so personal, why did they bring that up, or that you feel, I feel some type of way about you, and you didn't know, I'm sorry, but I'm being raw, and (laughs) I'm going to do my best not to, you know, hurt anybody's feelings, because I'm a good person, but... This is everything from my perspective, my point of view, and how I feel. So you kind of just have to take it with a grain of salt and know that if I'm continuously still talking to you to this day, it means I love you, I care about you, and I'm past that. So know that. So if you are a family or friend that even wants to ask advice and you don't want me to know it's you, I don't, you know, that's fine. Do it ask us advice if you have to use code names use code names if you have ideas for the podcast please let us know we'd love to hear from you so like i said email in at feedittomeraw at gmail.com 
or simply go to Anchor, which is either an app or web-based. Um, it's a podcast platform, and if you find, search for Feed It To Me Raw, you can actually do like a voice message of some sort and send it to us, and we will be happy to respond. Um, I'm sure as time goes on, it'll take us longer to respond and kind of touch base on that, but we will do it. We are determined to help anybody that might want help. We have resources that we can help you reach out to if you need help with that. Um, We are not professionals. We're simply human beings with a past that you may relate to, you may not relate to, but want to know more about. Just write us. We would love to hear from you. So I hope everybody has a wonderful week. And I hope everybody um, enjoyed this first episode, as short as it is, but I'm going to try to keep things pretty short. I don't want to go over 30, 45 minutes because, you know, a lot of people listen to stuff like this on their way to work or on a break, before work, after work, at work because you're freaking bored and you need some entertainment. So I hope to bring that to you. So thanks so much for listening. Tune in and you'll hear from us again. Love you guys. Bye.